0: Hello and welcome to the Exponential Potential podcast, helping you thrive in times of change with your hosts, Claire Oatway and Jennifer Evans, AKA Gen, along with expert guests, sharing with you uplifting, inspiring and insightful stories, groundbreaking, rule-shaking ideas, fresh new, exciting perspective, And truly transformational tools and top tips, as well as generous gifts for you, our listeners, on an array of topics, all designed to help you thrive in all areas of life. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another amazing episode of Exponential Potential Podcast. I'm here today with us our very own co-host, but today she is our special expert guest and (laughs) co-starring a very sleepy Enzo. (laughs) Yeah, we've got a slightly different setup today because he's, uh, yeah, he's sat here. Yes, I love it when he makes an appearance. (laughs) Um, So today (laughs) we've got a great episode. Um, This month is all about new beginnings, fresh start, and that is around our careers, in jobs, new positions, promotions, it may be new beginning in the relationship, move to a different country or a big move, so it's all about new beginnings, fresh start, and um, also I think I just wanted to mention any day can be a fresh start. You can start it doesn't even need to be the beginning of a day but the beginning of a day is a good place to start a new beginning um and today claire is talking about stacking the odds in your favor so welcome claire lovely hey. to be i love i love our our uh, interviews when we get together like this um sure. have you got something to add about new beginnings in general so i think um
1: i I definitely agree with you that new beginnings can start at any point. Yeah. And it always, you yeah, it fascinates me in a way that you can, you know, I could walk upstairs now. I could grab my passport and my you know, credit card and then start a new life in Brazil tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Just, it, you know, I can, through the power of social media, I can, you know, try on different roles, um, yeah so for example in the in the past I've tried on the role of swimwear influencer (laughs) but just try these these aspects on see how they fit and then Mm -hmm. move them forward and I think um I think there are so many different opportunities for people to start new roles um to take those new beginnings they don't have to be serious and long term they can be just playful um, in a character sense, uh, just to bring a little bit of freshness, Um, Mm -hmm. but I don't think we have to necessarily stay in one path or in in Mm -hmm. one rut.
0: Yes, and I, I, I want to add to that, it doesn't have to be a big change either, it could be a small change, but that could have big impact, so you could say to decide, okay, well, I'm going to decide, t- I'm going to make a choice and I'm going to make a choice to be a different way. I'm going to make a choice to be kinder today. Yeah. Well, uh, and it can be, I mean, that is, but it can be as simple as that. Yeah. 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 And I want to, what
1: I wanted to do um, today was to pull through some of my own experience in terms of new beginnings and then also, advice that I give to people that I coach or mentor Um, and so so for me in in a corporate world I you know I actually kind of went through a series of promotions throughout an organization so lots of new beginnings across teams some were forced some were unforced Mm -hmm. um but in a in a linear direction then jumped across to a completely different industry and then started to forge kind of a reputation a kind of ability to deliver in a completely different industry and then I've jumped across again to entrepreneurship um, similarly in my late 20s kind of discovering that I was really good at a sport and so I jumped into the role of international athlete um, well, yeah. <laughs> but actually there's, there's, yeah, there are there are some core tactics there's some core elements uh, that enable you to make those changes uh, mm-hmm. my my own linkedin profile starts with the line that anything is possible and mm-hmm. and it truly is i think um we've talked a lot about vision to help really shape um uh, and to to create a direction that sings to your soul what i want to do is is bring through some practical elements of right okay you're going down that path what is it you need to consider kind of what are the what are the key ingredients um, mm-hmm. you need to consider
0: to, to help you to thrive. Excellent, excellent. Um so what what do you mean by so the title is stacking the odds in your favour. What what do you mean what do you mean by that exactly? I'd love to so, delve in that. So
1: these are these are the strategy elements um, that help you uh, kind of prepare for and navigate the transition into a new into a new role or a new new hobby, new uh, you know, new job it could be a new relationship, um, and I think you know there are some some key elements that you can consider almost do a self assessment against, and start to adjust in order to give yourself the best possible chance, the best possible chance to to make a success of that new job, for example. Um, if we if we continue if we continue with the the job analogy because that's that's the most straightforward one that I think a lot of people can relate to mm-hmm. um yeah there's for me there's there's four key areas that we might examine one is around your self-esteem you know in in that new new job if you if you're feeling low if you're not talking to yourself well in that situation if you're not recognizing you're you're Worth, if you're not stepping forward if you're not feeling confident it shapes the experience that you have um both in terms of the relationships that you build in that sense the the kind of those very first early markers that you give to people of your your sense of character not to say that that's ever truly fixed but I think many people um, form judgments quite quickly uh, about individuals and yeah, if you if you're not if you're coming across somebody who's introverted and shy, sometimes that can stick with you from the outset. Um so so where you are in terms of your esteem at the beginning uh, can have a, a big impact on on how smoothly you transition and also some of the inner talk that you have um in order to help yourself to thrive. The the second area is around um self-efficacy and your 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 ability to commit to action and to recognize that you are um achieving each step along the way that you can make things happen as opposed to um as opposed to have things happen to you so your ability to uh so i'm going to pull through um your ability to do the job well or to recognize you know, to pull on some skills that you've had for some time can make an impact quite quickly um, and help you to feel comfortable in this new transition. It kind of gives you a, a bit more strength. The third area i'd say would be around your locus of control and you know, particularly where change is forced upon you as opposed to you you've invited yourself and there are many businesses at the moment that are going through huge change in terms of restructuring or in terms of redundancies um and there will be many people who feel that that they they feel powerless in the situation or they feel other people are doing better than them and so they're kind of giving away a lot of their power a lot of their focus to the outside world and that can be um hugely disabling disempowering really um and then the final area is is around we want teach with with positive intelligence and the saboteur behaviors. um A core element of that is around your emotional regulation and how you can spot some of those thoughts coming through quite early and decide to attach to them or or not to attach to them. So I think you know there's there's a broad framework of you know, which includes a number of different areas, and each of them you can um tamper with you can adjust in order to help yourself to to thrive from the get-go.
0: Excellent. Um, so you think those, those four areas are sort of the key ingredients to helping somebody succeed in a new job? Yeah. Self, self-esteem, self-efficacy, external locus of control, and emotional um, emotional regulation, emotion, um, emotional intelligence. Yeah. yeah um so what he what he, what um tools would you recommend to build um to build self-esteem or to build a sense of achievement what would you recommend people to, to help them feel so um confident so
1: in in terms of self-esteem i think sometimes we can get we get caught in a judgment loop of ourselves and we don't mm. really see how others see us. Um, we we definitely don't always see ourselves as you know, our, our own life partner and our best friend. And sometimes you making some of those, those shifts and objective shifts can do a lot to boost your self-esteem. Um, There's a wonderful exercise uh, that I recommend and that I've, Kind of been through myself which is asking people for you know maybe one or two words to describe you and it is you feel hugely vulnerable in in asking that um and approaching 10 different people in your life so they can be best friends lovers your parents people that you work with um you can say you're going through some some personal development, personal growth yeah, kind uh-huh. of what what three words would you use to describe me um and offer them back of course not always one way but you can be really surprised uh at what people say about you uh when I did the exercise myself um yeah these huge kind of national leaders who I'd done work with who described me as inspiring and impactful and positive I was like actually yeah that's that's who I am mm-hmm. um but sometimes our moods take us higher and lower we we don't feel like that person um, we we feel stuck in in roles or belief systems um, when actually other people see some huge talent in, in us
0: yeah I I've done that exercise a similar exercise um, I've asked people that I in fact I've asked my partner Dominic it was an exercise I was doing on a personal mastery, a year long personal mastery program. And one of the things, one of the exercises was ask, seek outside yourself how other people see you because you're absolutely, we people, other people see us completely in a completely different light. And we all know we're, all, we're our own worst critic. Um, and it is a difficult, it's a really difficult question to ask uh, to get that vulnerable. But it's an important, I think it's an important question to ask as well. And it's not something to glaze over. It's one of those, you know, if you want to build your self-esteem and you want to build your confidence, I think it's such an important question just to put yourself out there and remind yourself that you're dealing with people that know you and you will be really surprised about what comes back. Um, And I asked the, the question I asked is, how do I contribute to you? was the question Mm. I asked Dominic. And then I asked a couple of friends and I also asked clients, you know, and how do I contribute or how do you see me or what do I bring to the table? Yep, yep. And yeah, so I really recommend you heed Claire's advice on that and don't glaze over it and take that as a really powerful exercise. Well, other ways that you can
1: do it, and I, I really encourage you, particularly if you're if you're stepping into a new job, I encourage you to stretch out over time and look to some of your past employers or some of those long term relationships. Because when you step into a new job, um, all of the power structures are different, all of the friendships are different, all of you know you you've almost got to restart some of those, and so you you feel like you're a beginner or you're a no, an unknown. Um, But actually, if you can be aligned, if you can be self-aware about all of the excellent characteristics that you give, your ability to overcome issues in the past, um, your ability to really identify uh, the the root of a problem, for example, If, if you're in touch with those and remember what you can bring to the table, you're more likely to show up as that person. As opposed to somebody who's learning or still trying to find their way, you're showing up as somebody that can bring contribution from, from the outset, um, can bring value from the outset, and it's, it, it helps you to feel more comfortable, it gets some of those quick wins in place that then boost your confidence even further to, to really be you and to shine.
0: Mm, and I, I think also women, especially, we're not very good at celebrating ourselves and at ce- celebrating our successes and our accomplishments. And by doing that kind of exercise, it does bring to light. Actually, I've done pretty well. <laughs> I've, I've I've achieved this, 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 and this, isn't it? Is and when you write it down, it's even more powerful. When you look at it and you go, Oh my God, I I have done this. I have um yeah accomplished well, a lot and it's, we always I think we we we're so good I mean and we have a in our brain we have the negative bias which actually we are programmed and wired to focus on the negative so it does take extra awareness awareness to shift that and to really focus on the more positive aspects of who we are and what we what we've what we've achieved
1: yeah and one of the one of the best books that I recommend um, for anybody who's who's looking at a career transition is called Strengths Finder. And it's, a, it's an asset-based book. It's a straightforward questionnaire developed uh, and administered through Gallup, but it identifies your strengths. And when you're playing in your strengths... Boy, you're vibrant you shine you come alive other people are attracted to it they can see how you fit into the overall picture um, but that self-awareness is it's not always something that people seek out mm-hmm. at, at all you yeah, but but yeah strength finder um i think it's don clinton i'll put a link in the show notes but but it's a it's a really good straightforward um assessment for me i my strengths are around uh futuristic <laughs> uh positivity uh strategic so yeah you know, and that comes through definitely from how I can see the the world working um and woo which is around uh it's around network and collaboration and partnership and woo, woo. <laughs> uh, um, that's good uh so so being able to step into that and go, you know what it is me uh, is is hugely enabling when you when you come into a new role because you know that actually I'm going to show up as this person because this person is damn fine and has a very positive impact on the world and my my friends love me and I love me and yeah if you don't you'll
0: learn <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and it's also interesting the very fact that you've got that new job you know whether that's a new job because you've gone for a new job when you have interviewed and you've gone through all the interview process and that interview process is tough, isn't it? Like there's a huge. Back when I was in the corporate world, it was tough then. Yep. You know, four interviews and doing presentations and writing examples, and um, I would imagine it's even tougher now. Yeah, yeah. In terms of an interview, and you're interviewing in front of, you know, a group of people rather than just one or two. Yeah. Um. So the very fact. That you've got that job is, is an achievement, isn't it? Yeah, for so sure. It's remind, yeah, reminding yourself actually, out of all those people, out of those five hundred people or hundred people, I, you know, of all those CVs resumes that came in, they chose me. Yeah, yeah, and um, and that leads on really nicely to
1: uh, kind of the second element, which is around the self efficacy mm-hmm. and and in this one of my one of my favorite activities in in this aspect is is called perfectly written novel um, there's different variations of this tool but you you look out yeah you know, it's a general exercise that probably takes about 20 minutes 30 minutes to do and you start to break down your life into um, into chunks into five different chapters depending on how old you are so if you're 50 it will be not to 10 10 to 20 and and so on um, you start to look at all of the achievements that you had during that phase of your life and then looking at the um, obstacles that you faced and how you overcame them or what you learned from them. What were the gifts from the obstacles? So you, you embrace both the, the high achievements, but also kind of how you've been able to bounce back from issues that you faced. And it's a hugely um, empowering exercise. It helps you to see. That you can overcome nearly anything. Mm. I only say nearly anything because there are some things you can't overcome alone. You need other people in your life in order to do that. But but you you can overcome so so much. You can achieve so much. You've probably got achievements that you've forgotten about as well because <laughs> you're you're awesome. Um, we have belief systems that hold us back and encourage us to be humble um you know not to be too big for our boots etc but that doesn't apply to everybody and i i have this joke and it's it's really mean and it's it's stereotypical but i kind of go well what would a man say mm-hmm. <laughs> what would what would a man say about this or what would this bro say about this probably go for the bro culture instead you know then unashamed mm. unapologetic mm. about mm. the big i am and when you scratch beneath the surface Kind of they're still not achieving what they're actually saying they're achieving, whereas there are so many of us who are introverts or who are women or you know for, for whatever reason are achieving amazing things but don't acknowledge it for ourselves mm. um and so when you when you go through that exercise, you understand you know the first exercise very much around your character and the second exercise very much around your skills and your resources and what you can bring through what you could what you can do, what actions you can bring through um, that are going to help you to thrive.
0: I love that exercise because that delves really deep as well. It's not, you know, it's you're sectioning your life up and you're taking time to reflect and focus on those positives and what you've achieved. I love it. And it's that sort of exercise. You need time to do that, don't you? You need to create the space to do that yeah but well, again and it's it's really worthwhile it's powerful I can feel the power in that and you find so there's a couple of times
1: recently when I've when I've used it and I won't obviously won't name the individuals but they're they're people that have been through a transition um or are you know in the middle of a transition so somebody who is being primed for a more senior role or is taking on more responsibilities and so they are you know a lot of their challenges coming through about whether or not they can do it and they're feeling you know they're, they're following on succeeding from somebody else who they've got on a on a pedestal and kind of going well they're, they're brilliant I'm not that person I can't do it and actually you need to to hold the space create a container as I look First off let's see what everybody else sees. <laughs> let's see what your best friend sees about you. Mm-hmm. And then also let's be really objective about the skills, about the tools, about the resources, about the education that you pull through. And yeah let's let's stack that up and then come back and tell me that you can't do it. <laughs> but only <laughs> then.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, so why why do you think um people struggle with confidence in their first year of a new job I think that
1: uh, I think it takes a lot to show up as an authentic you in a new role Mm -hmm. because you worry about how you'll be accepted Um, you, you don't necessarily have old loyalties and security in the same way that you do so you start to step into this uh, role within the role, um, and that that brings safety, but it also means you're not being fully you, you're not fully trusting the situation that you can be you, that you can bring all of your talents and, and skills there, because you're still uh, in this probationary period, and you still feel like you're being actively judged. Um, mm-hmm. So I think there's, there's many elements, uh, in that, in that first element, in that first phase. And then I think you also come with a bunch of assumptions about how it will be or how it could be. And if that's not being realized from the off, you start to attribute that to your own action at times. Um, or I've done that wrong, or, or this isn't quite working, um, to give you a A simple analogy, uh, I, as a new hobby, I I took up uh, silversmithing, you know, went to local adult education and got involved in that. And I was so frustrated. I was so angry um, about the fact that I couldn't do it. It's like, oh, why is this not working? And in the rest of my life, I was somebody who had, you know, 25 years of of experience working with excel spreadsheets or you know I could stand up and talk to 300 people on stage you know why why the hell couldn't this bit of the hammer or this hammer in this simple bit of metal understand that and the real reason behind it was that I'd forgotten to embrace the beginner
0: Mm -hmm. as well
1: I'd forgotten that I needed to unlearn some aspects of my life and what I was doing and learn new ones so it put me straight back into that growth sense that I'd gone in you know kind of almost in my in my role as a chief operating officer and kind of you know very accomplished and I would do this as a hobby when actually what the metal taught me was I was a beginner (laughs) and that was all right just be a beginner (laughs) and and have that humility and I think yeah, you know when, when you move between organizations particularly at a senior level you've, you've been pulled in with this belief that you'll hit the ground running and that you'll be this person so you you hold on to that you try to control it and we all know that when you try to control something you don't really have control mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and often in this world you don't have control
0: <laughs> but yeah. yeah yeah we I think we, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves as you say to hit the ground running and to get it right the first time, yeah. But it's it's not possible. It's it's a new job. It's a new environment. It's a new company. It's new everything. And I, I think at, at any level, you know, whether it's executive level or um, a, a, a different level within the organisation, a new job. We I think it's having some compassion and kindness for yourself as well and patience. And yeah. to give yourself that space to grow and to learn, it's you know remind yourself you are on a learning curve yeah, yeah, yeah. and have yeah. and have some grace, have some grace for yourself yeah. for
1: sure, and it's the combination of learning as well, which here you know, is is really important because you you can play with with both aspects and and for me um particularly when I started my new business who sort of like the first few months like oh I'm such a I'm such a beginner I'm really new at business you know you entrepreneur and there'll be lots of different companies that will tell you that you're new and you just need to learn their way um but I actually stepping back and going well yes I'm new at this and I bring 20 years of this to the table as well Mm -hmm. and I bring Mm -hmm. this to the table too um so there's, there's, there's definite power in embracing the, the beginner status and there's power in realising that even as a beginner, you bring more than any other a uh, beginner brings to the table.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we all have something very unique and, and different to offer. We all have something to offer, whatever the situation, don't we? Yeah. And would 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 you say that it would be the same struggle, um, similar struggles when people change from one team to another?
1: Almost certainly, um, because and it, for for a number of reasons, the relationships are different. Sometimes the roles are different, and you know when you look at power dynamics within a team, you know you might have a mother hen for example you might have this is the playful person or this is the bossy person this is the leader Um, so if you're moving from one team to another you've you've got to work out where you fit and how you fit within those within those dynamics within the the task that's set Um, so that can be quite unsettling at times when I've seen people move between teams uh they come with particularly within an organization they come with a reputation already whether they know Mm -hmm. it or not Mm -hmm. um and that can be a hidden bias before you start so you really need to um try to be aware of that you know self-aware in in whatever context you're in and, and how that comes through and to start to explore and not necessarily judge that and use it if you if you need to. Um, So even within one organization, when you move between teams, you can still be pushed back into beginner. And similarly, when uh, businesses go through reorganizations or there's a new strategy that's put in place, um, sometimes that forces many teams to go back to beginner. They don't necessarily acknowledge that, Mm -hmm. when it's not achieving traction and kind of the judgment comes in it's like oh okay right hang on where's where where does our identity fit where what does this look like can we do this how can we do this (laughs) Mm.
0: so so again it's giving yourself space and grace isn't it Mm. and that time to settle in and allow others the time as well yeah
1: yeah it's it's different for them yeah um and in in my book around change without the pain uh, i I look at what you can do as a as a leader and to help your team to navigate it and this is particularly around the the point that we're talking about in from the change curve is around where you're starting to bargain so you've you've been through that initial excitement around the change that's happening, and then you can kind of plunge into negativity of this is being done to me or you know you, you start to mourn the loss of you know, your previous status and then as you start to rise again you start to bargain you start to understand how this fits into your identity you start to adjust your routine um, and then you start to to rise back up again so um as you're <sighs> As you're um, going through change, understanding where you are, giving yourself permission and space to be in that space with a desire to move forward and to help others to move forward, you know, certainly Mm -hmm. help you to to thrive.
0: Mm. And what advice would you give somebody that um, to overcome imposter syndrome? That's a a biggie, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, okay so it is a biggie
1: and we could spend an entire episode on And I, I think I think we should as well actually yeah, yeah, definitely right?
0: think definitely
1: yeah I yeah um so I think for me my definition of imposter syndrome is comparing how you feel on the inside with how someone looks on the outside um and that's where you have multiple gaps that you can start to understand and unpick and address. Um, so in, in terms of that, how you feel on the inside, well, you know a lot of the negatives and you ignore the positives. So one of the first things that you can do is actually understand you know, what reality is um, because the reality will help you to move forward. And, and also in, in term, in, from that dynamic of imposter, um, realize if you are putting people on pedestals if Mm -hmm. some some people are hugely talented uh, at what they do and they they show up well on stage for example they they show up with stage presence doesn't necessarily mean they're not terrified before they show up it doesn't mean they haven't kind of had a quick vomit (laughs) inside doesn't mean they're not not shaking um it doesn't mean that they didn't have a really bad day just before they turned up at the venue. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean they're not going through their own um, insecurities and and through their own experience. It just means that when they show up on stage, they have that presence. Um, So I think very often we can, when we put other people on pedestals, we make it harder for ourselves because we, mm-hmm. we take away some of our own power because we're we're fitting into you know this illusion of, of what they are
0: yeah absolutely and like say the we're looking at someone from the outside we have no idea what's going on on the inside uh, and I think you make a very very valid point about getting real with what's real because we're very very good at making up stories about ourselves those self-beliefs that we have the negative self-beliefs and the limiting self-beliefs and it's actually being aware of what they are and looking at them and actually asking yourself is that true and what what is it based on where's it come from what is it based on and actually no I know at the heart that that's not true because you do know don't you and
1: i love I love that we've started to talk about beliefs, so we will we need to have a different episode of this one <laughs> yes but but I love that because the difference could be that they grew up in a household where their mum said that, or they grew up in a culture where it was common to talk about that, to celebrate that um you know we've, we've we both grew up within. Britain so we've got a a culture in common but we've seen many different cultures and Mm -hmm. one of the one of the aspects that I really love and admire about the American culture is the confidence and the projection of the confidence and the pride and it's just it's really it's really refreshing compared to a kind of English stiff upper lip and you know don't celebrate Mm -hmm. be humble Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it's a I'm here I'm I'm of value. I'm of worth. Here I am. This is what I do. I I, mm-hmm. I just love that. So sometimes the difference mm-hmm. that you see in people is, is something that's an accident of birth or lineage or belief or oh, yeah, there's yeah, so many random factors that can shape
0: it. Absolutely. And I loved when you said that about celebrating yourself and having you know knowing your value. That Enzo looked up at you at that point. It was so <laughs> cute. <laughs> <laughs> just sits there all day I'm like I haven't got imposter syndrome he knows he knows who he is <laughs> doesn't he a dog knows who he is yeah, yeah no imposter syndrome there and he probably doesn't any... see my faults <laughs> of course not that you know puppy is a totally total unconditional love <laughs> and if we all grew up with unconditional love none of us and in that environment of supporting and loving each other and being, we wouldn't have any limiting self-beliefs
1: hey you know though and this loops right the way back around to the being new beginnings um if we grew up with unconditional love well we can we can bring that unconditional love to ourselves mm-hmm. that's that that's a that's a huge one but yeah wouldn't if you come to a point if you're able to come to a point that you can look in the mirror and have unconditional love, empathy, respect, admiration, support, kindness, grace for who you are from the start. Mm. That's a lifelong relationship that can take you to the moon and back. Yes, it
0: is. is. Yeah. 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 So (laughs) yeah, that's another episode because that's a really deep, (laughs) juicy episode for sure. I love that. I mean, it's, it's more than self-love, that unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes. So we're going to put the links and things into the show notes. Uh, Claire, what are you, what's your gifts? What are you offering for our audience? So for me, um, oh, oh, he's off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so for, for me uh, in, in terms of what I'm offering, uh we've we've brought through aspects around uh we've brought through a couple of different aspects we've brought through aspects around the perfectly written novel um and so i'm happy to share that as a as a set of questions that people can work through that's kind of like that like, what does that look like how do i start to break that down uh because it can be hugely um empowering for people and i'll also uh put a link to my book change without the pain online and it's it's not necessarily based at that individual level but if you're somebody who's helping others to navigate those new beginnings you know there are some aspects there's some really practical tools in there that will help you to to understand uh, make sense of change uh, there's elements of the change curve to understand and have empathy um, for how people are affected by change and then also lots around communication um so it's it, it, i recommend it as a book if you are starting to shape um the environment around change more so than it as an individual but for individuals that are you know approaching those new beginnings you know I'd, I'd love to just yeah, you know, put together a, or bring across the worksheets that you can start to explore some of that it's it's hugely powerful um it does make more sense when you're held accountable for it and talked through but I think anybody can get value from that and if you want to explore it in more detail then then just get in touch Mm-hmm.
0: And I highly, highly recommend reaching out to Claire. Um, she also has a free strategy session as well. Um, incredibly powerful and beneficial. Uh, so anybody, you know, she's a an excellent leadership coach and mentor. So if you're looking at stepping into your leadership role more, and that's not just as a leader as a role as a leader but we all have the ability to be leaders or if you're looking at um wanting to create new strategies in your business in your career your next project I highly recommend you reach out to Claire because you she's got some awesome awesome advice and strategies and thank you. she's truly truly authentic and passionate about what she does so it's been great having you here Claire thank you very much And um, everybody, enjoy the rest of your week. And if you have any questions, let us know. If you've liked this episode, please like it. Please share it and subscribe. It helps us to continue bringing great content. So until next time, we'll see you soon. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments and feedback. And if you've enjoyed it, please click on that subscribe button. Give us a thumbs up and feel free to share. Join us for our next episode of the Exponential Potential podcast. Ignite your potential and thrive in times of great change.